0: day 39 it is 10:50 in the morning doing a morning episode um doing an episode i woke up with this some mean cravings i've been thinking about what my what my new love was my last love weed and Xanax weed and Xanax baby That shit will make you not care about anything. Weed and Xanax was, oh my God. I don't know why I didn't do that sooner. I had to wait for my last bender. Like, come on. I could have been doing so much Xanax. This whole time, years of missed opportunity, of just smoking weed and popping Xanax. I've never been more chill in my life I mean like just true apathy try to bother me when I've taken three bong rips in a bar of Xanax try to bother me it's impossible you could slit my mom's throat in front of me and I'd be like that's chill (laughs) oh man that's a lot of blood cool But it is a little scary. The cravings are strong this morning. I was like, "Oh, my. I like woke up a little edgy," and I was like, "I know what would take the, the the fucking edge off of an eighth and a bar." But that's not the way, because if I do it once, I do it over and over and over and over again, and I know that's the reality. I went to my sponsor's friend's character show last night in the fucking valley. It was quite absurd. One of the characters was just getting hot sauce and mayo poured on him and getting spanked by a corn on the cob. (laughs) It's the perfect thing to do 38 days sober. I might be 38 days sober, but I'm not getting spanked by a corn of, by a corn of cop, by a cop of corn. What the fuck? I'm not getting Cholulo poured down my throat while mayonnaise is being rubbed across my head. I'm about to read, I'm about to read my fourth step to my sponsor after the meeting today. I think there's multiple parts to the fourth step, but the first is writing out a list of all resentments I have of all people, places and things, why I'm resentful, how it affects me, and then how it's my fault. (laughs) And then the solution. Um so yeah. And I definitely have resentments for other people, but my God, half the list is just resentments about me. I'm like, Jesus when you write it out you're just like, Jesus Aiden. Go easy on yourself I'm so one of my resentments was I'm resentful of another guy in the rooms with the same name as me because I think he thinks that that I'm like taking his spot as the resident Aiden now that's bad shit every time I see him I think oh he's thinking oh great fucking another Aiden maybe I should share some of my resentments uh yeah uh let me see if I can have some highlights one sec I'll be right back this is good podcasting right I might if I remember to edit it out, I will edit that out. I'm definitely not going to read you all my resentments because some of them are embarrassing and personal. As if I don't embarrass myself with personal shit every fucking day on this podcast. Um, like one of them, I wrote this friend's name of mine. I was like, I'm resentful. Jesus Christ, I have a lot written down here. I'm resentful of this friend for not reaching out and checking in with me. And this affects my ego and my self-esteem. Why isn't he thinking of me? Even though I don't want to hang out with him. (laughs) Like, what the fuck, man? I'm hella. Oh my god, I could go on about this seat saving at meetings. There's a culture of seat saving at meetings, which is like when people show up to the meeting like 30 minutes early and they'll put like little, they'll put like anything on a seat, whatever, and that just means like someone's sitting here. And it's ag- people are aggressive with it. There's a technically a rule where you're only allowed to save a seat for wh- you and one other person, but I see people fucking walking into these meetings and just they just bring a stack of business cards and just, just line a whole row of seats, saving the whole thing. It pisses me off so much. I'm like, these motherfucking newcomers like show up. I show up to like this Friday night meeting. I swear to God, there's like 300 seats in this place. And if you show up 20 minutes, 30 minutes early, every one of the seats has something on it. And it's like, how do you expect new people to come in here and, like, stick around when they're like, oh, great, fucking what? So that's a resentment. I A resentment of someone for not finding time to fly to L.A. to visit me. Just so I can hang out with them. As if they... (laughs) Fucking hell. Um resentful of people at meetings who never say hi to me or introduce themselves. What's my part in that? I never said hi to them or introduced myself. Uh, Oh my god, the mom and dad one is a little long. My sponsor's on here, which I will read to him, which will be funny. I'm resentful of my sponsor for not giving me quote-unquote enough attention, whatever that means, being what I perceive to be hot and cold it's like, this guy has a life. I'm resentful of all of my tattoos. Because they are stupid and ugly for the most part. Some of them have great stories behind them, which is fun, but... Jesus Christ. If you haven't seen my back tattoo, my back tattoo is one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever done. I'll show it. I'll show it for the video tattoo. Dude, if you're depressed, don't put a sunset on your back. I was feeling I was 19 and I was feeling depressed so I got this. And this will be for the video watchers. What the fuck is that? I have a beach on my back. It's just in the center. It's in the square center. It's a little box in the center of my back. And I hate it. <laughs> it's colorful as shit. And I mean, luckily I don't have to look at it all the time, but I mean like a majority of the time. Like one of the last like women I hooked up with, I showed her it and she 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 was laying on her back and she rolled over onto her stomach with her hand with her face in her hands. <laughs> Like what the fuck is this kid? Ha- what the fuck does this kid have on his back? And I just had to watch her just like pro- emotionally process th- the fact that I have this fucking idiotic ass tattoo. Um, yeah, the mom and dad resent. The list is resentful. Um, that sentence didn't make sense. Um, I'll definitely do some childhood shit and maybe the next episode. Cause that wouldn't, that'll be a little longer and I I have to run to a meeting pretty soon. Um, normies, we call you guys, we call non-alcoholic normies, normies perception, perception of alcoholism. It really pisses me off. Uh, it's people's perception of alcoholism is really fucking basic. Um, some random people from New York, I'm like resentful of their success. And one of these people I've never fucking had a conversation with. The resentful of how insecure I am is a thick passage. Uh, why uh, gen- uh, insecure generates awful negative self-talk that ma- that reinforces already insecure behavior. I always quote unquote present well, but never back it up. Not going for opportunities because not wanting to embarrass myself, fail, or even just take up space in general. No one wants to see your mug, Aiden. Be nicer to yourself, please. Resentful of my ex-girlfriend for not wanting any sort of relationship with me, even after making amends, despite the fact that I acted like a complete psycho at the end of that relationship. I'm tempted to talk about the absolute psychotic behavior I exhibited. Um, I fear that'll be a little too much, so I'll think on that. It was just out of pocket. And I ended up in a psych ward right after. (laughs) First day in the psych ward. Oh my god, this is fucking straight up a movie, man. I think the first meal I was in the psych ward, I walked into like the common room where they keep like the trays of food and where my tray of food was, it was empty and I turn around. I was like, uh, where's my food? And everyone, I can't remember the guy's actual name in, in this case of the story. I've been calling him Brock. Everyone just turned and went Brock has it. Uh, where's my food? Brock has it. And I look over and see the biggest man I've ever seen with two trays of food in front of him. And I think, well, I'm not eating. I'm not eating today. Brock just put me in his in my fucking place. So I sat next to the woman who called the nurses sluts every time they walked by. <laughs> it's like, words are scary, man. A nurse would walk by, you fucking slut. Poor slot! It's like, Jesus Christ. This is my friend. This is my friend in the psych ward. Alright, alright, miss. I'm gonna give you a shot. I bet you would, you slot! Um, I'm just flipping through the four step scene. If there's any other things worth mentioning. No, not really. You know what? It's nice. I'm not thinking about weed and Xanax anymore. You know, rip a bowl and take a Xanax. I would have thought 9-11 was performance art. This has been a hot episode. This has been a fucking hot episode, guys. I came off steaming. Let's go. All right, I should probably get ready to go to this meeting. I literally want to write down a few extra. Re- my response was like, Yeah, when I did my fourth step, I had over 60 resentments. It's like, God damn. Honestly, I don't resent a ton of people. I just resent a shit ton of myself. Which is something to be grateful about, I guess, in terms of, you know, not the myself part, but I do Think I'm surrounded by a good amount of love. So be grateful for that. All right. All right. Love you guys.